to go downtown. Downtown, hey! Downtown. You're about to go downtown. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown World with your girl Kay. Don't waste no time with negativity. Now, I know I always say this, but you know how I feel about my people from Toronto, okay? And Toronto influence and just really highlighting the real movers and shakers and creators out there. And I am completely like honored to have Shauna Karasi, Toronto fashion designer, entrepreneur, um, boss, here with us in the building today. How are you, Shauna Karasi? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm blessed. (laughs) Good, good. Love to hear it. So first of all, if you guys are listening in, I'm sorry, you don't get to see the fit. You don't get to see the sauce and the sagginess. So make sure you go on that YouTube channel, subscribe so you can see her whole, like, I'm loving it. It's like a 90s, early 2000s vibe swagger. What inspired your style for today? (laughs) Absolutely 90s. Like, I grew up in that era. I feel like that's like the golden era and it's influenced so many different parts of me, but especially the fashion. Um, So yeah, that's, that's definitely the inspiration all day, every day. That's what it is. No, I love it. I love it. And you definitely have the sauce. Like if I'm ever on Instagram, like I need an inspiration for an outfit or something or like an idea of something, I can either look through your story or things that you post and be like, all right, inspiration right here, straight up. So you are oh. a fly girl. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> so I'm going to dive right in as I let you know, a staple question that we ask here at Downtown World, don't waste no time with negativity is, mm-hmm. can you tell me about a situation where it was definitely negative, no questions asked, but somehow, some way, you found a way not to waste any time with negativity? You might have even surprised yourself, but. <laughs> okay, uh, well, shoot, most recently, um, I was a part of a competition with, um, another colleague of mine and my machine broke down three times. It's never broken down. I've had this machine for like five years and it was only until this specific competition (laughs) that I was in that the thing broke down three times. I had to call the technician back three times, like three different occasions to fix the machine. And the thing was, there was all this negativity going on around me, you know, and I could have been like, I'm giving up, you know, this is it. I'm going to throw in the towel. But I really felt like God was on my side and was really trying to help push me through that situation because he knew that there was going to be success on the other Mm. end of me pushing through that Mm. situation. So that was definitely a negative turned into a positive because that situation ended up allowing me to complete a winning garment for uh, Miss Flaws of Couture. So, you know, amen to that, turning a positive, a negative into a positive. Now, those of you that are under the radar or you just like are under a rock or something you should have heard about the brand sheen sheen am i saying it correctly sheen sheen sheen, (laughs) you know my jamaican ass sheen okay and (laughs) 
Shana Karasi, you know, those of you who aren't familiar, she was a part of the winning team of the Shein X 100K Challenge. And so congratulations. You know, Thank you. I didn't like, I hate being the one to be like, bring it up, right? You know what I mean? But like, so proud of you and your journey. And as I said um, on the podcast, Eat Pod is like, early on, I remember like just being sent this, like not even really looking into it, but honestly, I was just like, whatever. Black girls are in it. Let me vote. Let me vote. You know what I mean? And to see, you know, the seriousness, the dedication, the consistency, like the tears, the the whole experience that you guys must have gone. As you said, your machine broke three times. Like you could have been like, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. And that done, go find someone else. And something within you was like, no, this has to get fixed. And I have to complete this the proper way. What is one of those things that you could say really helped motivate you in those low moments to just like block it out and stay focused? Like, yes, we know there was a big prize, but what were one of those things that really helped you lock in? Um, It's also my ability to show up for people. Um, When I say I'm going to do something, I'm very much that person that's going to come through, you know, like you can always count on me and I'm, and I'm kind of like a servant you know, and in this situation, it was me serving somebody else's dream, you know, and I was so honored to be a part of that because it was in turn allowing me to fulfill, you know, my dream in ways that I didn't imagine, you know, it could happen. But um, yeah, that's definitely... That's amazing. No, that that is really amazing. And once again, so proud of you and everyone that was involved. You guys really represented and put in that work. And (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of things you cannot say, you know, so say less here at Downtown World. We eat fruit minor business, but congratulations on everything. And I'm praying that it truly does open just more and more of the the doors that you do deserve. And Part of the reason why I feel like you do deserve is because one of the statement pieces that I truly, truly love from you is the work that you do with like Raptors merchandise or jerseys, right? You're in the fashion world. Please correct me because I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) right? But I love that work that you do. What inspired, I know you said everything, but just let everyone everyone know your story as to what inspired your work with the Raptors logo and creating these like unique sexy confident amazing pieces that like so many people love to pose off in and enjoy and just feel confident in. yeah so definitely it was my love for women's streetwear I wanted to reach out to women that really embodied that spirit and I reached out to Killa Kells who was the resident Jurassic Park DJ at that time. So I was like, I want to make something fire for her. And I want it to be so unique that it just turns heads, which is what I always strive for my clothing to do. So when I made that piece for her, it kind of set off a light bulb in my head. And I was like, wow, I need to do more of this yeah. because on the, in the market, you don't see a lot of unique pieces that women could wear and especially like you know the younger generation of women to wear and represent not only the raptors and their love for the raptors but the love for the city to be very honest so with that I came up with 
three more pieces to complete a four piece mini collection. It was a pair of pants, um, a long sleeve bodysuit and a short sleeve bodysuit as well as a skirt. Yeah. I like picture creating fashion pieces similar to like, because I love music, similar to like the creating process when mm-hmm. they're in the studio creating a song. Absolutely. Like, what is that process kind of like for you? Do you have to feel the material? Like what is what is Shana Karasi's process? What you can what you can share? <laughs> uh, well, it's definitely all of that feeling materials, but it starts with the idea. And once the idea is solidified in your mind, you have to put it down on paper because if you don't put it down on paper, it's going to be hard to produce that thing. So (laughs) you put it down on paper and you sketch, you know, there are some people that don't sketch, but my process specifically, I sketch and I love your sketches. You're so like, I wish I could draw. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I've been inspiring the ladies. I've been inspiring the ladies. Yeah. Yes. It's the, the sketching. And then from there, it's choosing the right materials. And then from choosing the right materials, we go into a phase of drafting and then construction. And then it comes together. Oh, that is amazing. What is one of the things that you could really say that you love about fashion and what's kept you like invested into this pretty much your entire life? Um, it's it's in my DNA. You know, um, from the time I was a little girl, it was actually either music I was interested or fashion. And I really had to make a a decision at um, a very pinnacle age in my life before, you know, I went into college. But as a child, I would be sitting there sketching sketching like (laughs) Disney princess characters and going through my mom's Victoria's Secret catalog and drawing those garments onto those Disney princess like croquis (laughs) that I would use so like it's been in me since such a young age even playing with Barbie dolls and making their own clothes like (laughs) who does that who does that yeah just only a person that has Has fashion in in their DNA and is just meant to do that. So it's definitely been within me since I was a child and it's catapulted me forward and really influenced me to keep going because it's like, I couldn't see myself really doing anything else. No, that's amazing. That is amazing. (laughs) Um, When you, when it comes back to like the sheen competition and, you know, that process is somewhat to an end now, do you feel like pressure have you felt any pressure like to you know reach something or do something or I don't know what have you felt a level of expectancy that maybe you weren't expecting people to like be at you since that announcement um to be real like I think things are just getting started and I'm ready for it I'm ready like it's been a long time coming um you know I I didn't just start doing this yesterday. It's been over 10 years that I've been immersed in fashion. So it's time, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm at that point where I'm just like, it's time to get things started. Whatever opportunity is in alignment with my brand and what it is that I'm doing, I'm going to take it. Right. So with the Shein competition, it also provided another opportunity for me right now 
I'm actually working on something with Chen, working on a, um, a collection that will drop next year. So, mm. you know, yeah, sky's so the limit and is. whatever opportunity I feel that aligns with my brand and that could really give the brand what it needs to move forward. That's the direction that I'm, I'm going in. No, I truly love that. This show is all about helping people and understanding the mindset of people and, and helping us to put ourselves in a winning mindset, you know? Yeah. And I love it when you were like, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Like that is what truly gets me excited when I hear mm -hmm. other people speak that way. You know, so many times things can happen out of our control, but when it's in you, like you said, and you've been doing this for so long and not just doing it at a play play level, but seriously putting that work in, like it is that feeling of I've been waiting for this my whole life. Absolutely. Right. Yes, Shauna. So being from Toronto, you know, I speak to a lot of artists. And a lot of the complaints are like, it's kind of like a crabs in a barrel mentality with people. Right. What is your experience being a part of the Toronto fashion scene? Um, <laughs> there's so much I can say. Yeah. But um, I can say that with Toronto, there's, a not, there's not enough support, you know, and I feel like it's only until we cross over to the U.S. market that Canada wants to pay attention to us mm. and purchase up as the trophy. You know what I mean? And for me, it's so important for us to amplify our talent before it gets over there. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't feel like there's enough of a market here, I don't know like what's happening, but over the last three to four years, there hasn't been a Toronto Fashion Week. There has not, Very true. right? And I just think that that's just really weird to me. I'm not, you know, in the inner workings and the politics of what happens um, with that, but it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. This is Canada. We're, we're one of the biggest cities in Canada if not North America yeah. why do we not have a fashion week or something that we can call our own that we've cultivated in the city to amplify Canadian talent I know they have other companies that are doing, doing things on their yeah. own but mm -hmm. we don't fall in line with you know the schedule of fashion week you know, where everybody's kind of in that mm -hmm. mindset. mindset of, okay, this is fashion week. There's a lot going on. Where do I fall in the schedule? We have New York doing their thing. We have Italy, Rome doing their thing. We have Paris doing their thing. We have London doing their thing. I, I fully believe that there's so much talent here and we need to have our own space in that mar market, if, if not create our own, you know, but I just feel like this country doesn't do a good job at amplifying its creative talent, even when it comes to, you know, creative industries outside of fashion, 
we don't do enough to amplify the talent because there's so much great stuff here. Like, yeah, we have one of the biggest artists in the world at the top of the charts right now. And that says a lot about what level of talent comes from this country, not only this country, but this city of Toronto. So I just hope that changes um, very soon. I know it's going to take a while, but um, I'm just really hoping that steps are being put in place to really generate a fashion um, industry here again when it comes to providing jobs, when it comes to amplifying our talent, our young designers, all of those things. We just, we really need it here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like with this Yin competition, I know for me, I straight up like seeing, you know, the the whole reel at the end and I watched the the last episode in full it brought me to tears you know but I've always been in support of females from Toronto everyone knows you know we don't play none of that politics game over here you know Mm -hmm. it's it's talent so to see that I'm I feel like fashion designers and a lot of people seen that whether it was through malice or through inspiration and was like yo if they could get with Khloe Kardashian and have luxury law and all these like huge people call them by name and know them and appreciate us and put Toronto on, we could do that. Am I, do you feel like you guys sparked something? Yeah, definitely. It was an inspiring moment for everyone. It's huge. You know? Huge. Um, and I, just- I know you're being humble about it, but like <laughs> as someone that wasn't involved at all, and seeing it and being able to take in this whole process as a fan. Yeah. I'm being transparent about the impact it has made on me. So I can only imagine, as I said, if people want to admit it or not. Yeah. The impact or something it might have ignited in them. Yeah, it was definitely major. Um, to be honest, it really re- reinvigorated that belief of how talented I am, you know, and how talented you are. Toronto is, you know, when it comes to fashion, like how is it that little old, you know, Toronto girls and guy, a team put together, you know, took the competition by storm, storm. you know, yeah. it was very inspiring, very inspiring. And I just hope that it's, that same level of inspiration and, you know, really ignites that, that drive and that fire to go and do things. You know what I mean? I, I, I know that people are definitely inspired. I've gotten a couple of messages from people and those are the things I love the most because yeah. it just allows me to understand that this is bigger than me. Yeah. You know, like I'm just a piece in the whole bigger picture, but this whole experience was bigger than me. And that's what, what my takeaway was from the, the experience that we went through. And it was something yeah. that was totally like, we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know that was going to happen, but like we were happy to be there and proud to represent our city and represent for Flaza Couture. And it was just an amazing experience. And we were just so happy and so 
in awe that we accomplished that goal of win, winning the competition. Beautiful. Beautiful. If there was something that you could tell a young person or share with them, given all your experience that you had thus far in the fashion industry, what is something that you would share with like a young person or your um, younger self? <laughs> Don't quit. You know, um, do your research, <laughs> uh, believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. That's first. And um, hone your craft. Keep, keep doing what it is that you love to do every day, because that will definitely let you know if it's something that you like to do or not. If you're willing, if it's too hard and you want to quit, it's an indication that it's not for you. For me, there have been many growing pains going through, you know, fashion design. And I could have said, peace out. This ain't for me. But because I love it so much and because I love the end results of what it is, creating beautiful things, creating things that make people's heads turn, creating things that make people just feel really good about themselves is what drives me. And I feel like that same element needs to drive you too in whatever it is that you're doing. So just make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, you love it and you continue to love it. Beautiful. So another standard question that we do ask here at Downtown World, don't waste no time on negativity, is you have the five elements. You have water, fire, earth, air, and spirit. Which element, Shauna Karasi, do you feel like resonates with you or represents you the most? And why? Definitely earth. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's connected to my um, sun sign, which is me being a Virgo. So a lot of those, a lot of the things that deal with earth um, come from creativity and being able to make things, you know, mm-hmm. with your hands physically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely resonates with me a lot. Um And it really speaks to just, hmm, how much I cherish, you know, the process too, Mm -hmm. you know, with earth, there's, there's a process to which you do things and it it just really is synonymous with creativity and nature and beauty and and all of those things so definitely earth is one of those things that one of those elements rather that connects with me the most beautiful so what can we expect or look forward to coming from shana karasi what have you been working on what can you talk about (laughs) uh what can I talk about? That's that's a key word right there. Right. Um, <laughs> I try to eat fruit in my, my business, but you know. <laughs> well, I will share, you know, it's something that I mentioned earlier on, but at the current moment, I am working on a collection with Xian through their Xian X program. So I'm working on that at the moment. And um congratulations. It's, it's thank you. Thank you. It's quite the process. But um, I feel like it's gearing me up for what's next. Mm. And um, I'm just really excited about it. It's, it's definitely for my sneaker girls. And I just hope that they'll appreciate it as much as 
I do and um, enjoy the work that I've put into the collection. Fire, fire. I love that. Looking forward to it. Let me start saving my shillings from now so I can set aside to support. And I know I'm a little fly in whatever you make. So absolutely. Period. <laughs> absolutely. I would love to know, you know, a lot has been going on in the world since the panini mm -hmm. and a lot of industries, businesses, a lot of things have had to change. Heck, mm -hmm. you did a whole competition through a whole panini. So mm -hmm. <laughs> how has your world or the fashion world for you like changed in accordance to what's happening? Oh, wow. Okay. So at the beginning of the paparazzi, <laughs> listen we can call it everything but everything. Um, at the beginning at the beginning of it I had started a um a business with three other women we had a space mm -hmm. of designers where we featured all of our clothing and we were actually getting ready to start like to have like a an event yeah. to basically usher in our new business yeah. And um, yeah, it we tried and it didn't happen. So with everything changing, with masks becoming, you know, a mandatory thing for people, it definitely pivoted my business into that direction of creating custom masks. And it really hit off for me. Like it, it just, it took yeah. off. Um and one of the ways that I was making masks was with Raptor jerseys. Yeah. And those were one of the pieces that really were like extremely popular. I, I couldn't keep them, you know, here. Like I was just yeah. at the machine all day, every day. It was yeah. madness. Yeah. But um, it was really something that helped uh, give me more visibility. And um it kind of led me into the direction that I'm going in now and um, connected me with a lot of people that I probably wouldn't have been connected to. And um, yeah, that was, it was a saving grace for me because to be honest, I know that a lot of businesses couldn't recover from what mm -hmm. was happening. And um, I found a way to pivot and find my niche to be successful during that time. So that was really eye-opening to me and it just really showed my grit and my ability to be able to, you know, make a bad situation out of, you know, make it, make it good, you know? Yeah, so that was really um, phenomenal for me to be, it was a really phenomenal time for me, even though it wasn't the best time. <laughs> no, I completely, I completely get what you're saying. I learned yeah. so much. There's so much growth and evolution that I've experienced at this time where I knew if life was supposed to go, how I had had it planned, had this stuff had not have happened, maybe all of what was happening would not have happened this way. So um, sure. I'm definitely with you. I'm being like, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, sure. Definitely a lot of reconditioning of the mind that mm -hmm. um, works out in a <laughs> for the better so far. So Absolutely. Yeah, it was great. Are there any like trends or like outfit styles for women? And we can go to the men after, you know, I ain't forget about y'all. But <laughs> for our ladies out there that you can recommend, you know, if we want to freshen up our look or like, you know, with COVID going on, we have to wear a mask and like 
a lot of women, they rely heavily on the face card. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes now with the mask or, you know, I'm just assuming, but I hope, <laughs> you know, we have to be finding ways to spruce up our outfit to show that, you know, we're still out here because our faces are covered up. So what are yeah. some like trends or things that you like, Shana Krassi, that you're like, this is bomb. This is something like women can feel great in. Um, I really like women matching their masks with what they wear, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the textiles, whether it's the color, like, I think that it, it's, it's a thing, you know, it, it's a thing. And I feel like it's going to be here for a while. You know, we don't know. We don't know how long we're going to have to be wearing these masks, but I feel like that's something that really sets people apart. Yeah. When um, you're out there in the world and you're trying to be fashionable. So the whole matching mask and maybe matching it with your bag or your jacket or your statement piece, it really does a lot to elevate your your outfit and your look. So, all right. So, fellas, do you have any recommendations for for our kings out there? (laughs) Oh, to be honest, men need to not be afraid of wearing color. Okay, um, especially during the winter months, you know, I'm, I'm all about statement pieces. I'm all about color. You know, yeah. if you run down my Instagram, that's yeah. all you see, because <laughs> that's who I am and, and what I embody. But I feel like men can also, you know, they can change their look up with just even a, a, a piece of color, like a color toque, a bright color toque, or, you know, with the accessories. So it's not too much because I know it could be a little bit, you know, I don't want to be out there like that. You know, yeah. I don't want to be, because people are going to look. Yeah, when, it's when true. They see it, when they see you in a color or they see something on you that's popping, their heads are going to turn. So you got to be ready for that. <laughs> so... Um, it's, it's just all about being seen and being you, mm-hmm. you know, but every, every little, you know, bit of color Add a little can color. elevate an outfit. So that's, that's my, um, advice for the men out there wanting to elevate their fits for the upcoming season and just moving forward period. No, I love that. Cause I'm like, I feel like every time I scroll and I stop on, you know, the picture is always a pop of color or for women, automatically it draws my attraction because mm-hmm. somehow your eyes pick up right away that the mask is matching the outfit or something like everything yeah. you said so no I'm definitely going to I have to now that I've finally accepted the fact that this is something I really do have to invest and set aside a budget on for masks like mm-hmm. you know what I mean so definitely incorporating it into my outfits <laughs> um being a black girl and having like a black melanated beautiful body in the fashion industry what are one of the things that or or what is it like myths that you would like to put down to rest when it comes to like black women in our bodies in the fashion industry and dressing us the other day I seen a video it went viral um Logan I forgot her last name but she was giving a bit of BTS on her experience um, during New York Fashion Week and it was horrible they made her makeup was trash she ended up having to fix it her hair crazy they she had to tell them like how to deal with it and it's crazy that in 2021 you know there's still those kind of issues so is there anything that you could say you know this is something that is not true 
what needs to be worked on or improved? Um, well, I want to say representation, representation, representation is very, <laughs> very vital in our industry or in the fashion world period, because we're here. We've been in the industry. I just, I don't understand why things like that are still happening where black women can get their hair done and done properly, get their makeup done and done properly. And I feel like it has to do with people not being able to work in these industries and serve these black women. You know, I don't think that there's a conscious um, need to do that. And I really feel like black women need to push the doors down and create, like be in those spaces, be in those spaces, not only for themselves, but for the women that they're serving. And the people that are gatekeepers of these industries need to start hiring people if they don't know how to do these things or they can't hire people that have the skill sets to deal with all races across the board, then they need to hire women of color that do have those skill sets because we're out here and we need to be represented and represented in the right way. Facts, period. <laughs> well, I, I definitely am interested to see, you know, especially with NFTs and all these things, infiltrating on all these businesses i'm excited to see how tech now integrates with art are you into any of like those types of things or anything that you're like this is something fly you're seeing collaboration with like fashion and tech that has kind of drawn your attention yeah definitely um hanifa Mm. her um showcase her fashion virtual fashion show was mind-blowing and it really like percolated my mind (laughs) and my thoughts and really had me thinking of like what could possibly be next for a business like mine in that regard so I I love that tech and fashion are merging and that these new things are coming to be because it's just we we need something new I think fashion shows are becoming a thing of the past Um, people are always trying to Uh, figure out new ways to present their clothing to the masses. And I think with technology um, becoming something that's advancing and advancing at a fast rate, the fashion world has to catch up as well and (laughs) infiltrate themselves in that, that, um, that realm. So I definitely see that being something that I'll be incorporating, you know, hopefully in the future like Instagram, even Instagram is, is one of those things that, you know, go hand in hand with your business and go hand in hand with fashion. Um, and being able to put your stuff out there. I feel like Instagram is your business card to be very honest, you know, it's your Shaped business up card. to be that way at first. It was like yeah. friends and a great time. And now yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Now it's basically your business card. So I see how technology is moving and I'm loving it. I'm loving how fashion and technology is merging together. Well, that's great. Because you look in the food industry and you're seeing restaurants and certain other like industries that robots are slowly like taking um, jobs. And that is a concern of some people. Do you see something like that happening in the fashion industry or they're still going to need? 
Um, as far as manufacturing, I could definitely see things changing. Um, I don't know how exactly things will change, but I do feel like that um, technology element will become um, something that takes over uh, some jobs in the market, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that it's going to be bittersweet because I feel like some of the people that are doing manual labor when it comes to manufacturing these garments aren't getting their due wage um, to manufacture garments, especially in fast fashion. Um, yeah. yeah, in fast fashion. So really and truly, like I said, it's bittersweet because yeah. we know that the fashion world um, does a lot of damage to uh, the, the world, you know, and we need to see that change. And I feel like with technology, when it comes to manufacturing, it's going to be able to change some of those things and really curb the, um, the damage that uh, the fashion industry has done to um, the environment. Great. So who are some of your like fashion inspirations? Doesn't have to be like dead or alive, doesn't matter. But who are some of those like fashion icons or people that inspired your love for fashion? Oh man, <laughs> so many, so many, so many, so many. Um, and I take inspiration from so many different places, but um, for me, when it comes to luxury, I love prints. I love color. So when I think of inspiration, I'm thinking of like designers like Versace, yeah, Roberto Cavalli, Matthew Williamson. He doesn't design anymore, but he used to design clothing. He designs like houseware and that sort of thing right now. But like he he's like one of the kings of patterns and colors. But um, who else? Alexander Wang. Mark Jacobs, one of my favorites. Um, when it comes to style, I definitely have to say Misa Hilton. Um, who else? On the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just kind of gave you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you threw that one, but I should have been ready for it. <laughs> I should have been ready for it. You're doing an amazing but, um, job. <laughs> yeah, like... Oh my gosh, people will kill me. Dapper Dan, like oh, yeah, yeah. he's he's another one. He's another one that definitely influences me. But as far as um style, um, individuals with style, Tiana Taylor, Alila May, um who else? Melanie Ashani, as far as being a designer of color, creating lady streetwear, definitely an inspiration um yeah there's so many I know I know I'm forgetting people it's, but you're on the spot guys give her a break it's, it's all good <laughs> like there's so many out there and I'm just I'm just so happy that we're getting a space you know we're creating our space you know mm -hmm. because it, it's 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 not really people giving us that opportunity. I feel like a lot of us are creating that opportunity. And because of social media, we're able to be seen and celebrated. Thanks. So I'm, I'm just really grateful for that. But um, yeah, there's too many to count, too many to say. 
So, you know, a lot of young people or people just in general, of course, one of the things they look into before or they should when they're going into an industry is, do I make money? Is it worth it? If you could tell if, or if you could explain in whichever way you can to say, okay, this is a way that, you know, people make money in the fashion industry or it's lucrative. If you have your business one, two, three, what would you say to that? Uh, Oh man. If anybody knows anything about being a creative artist, you got to struggle. When you start, you struggle and you struggle for a while. Um, To be really honest, like, I feel like I'm still on my path to say, we made it, you know, like, as we all are. Yeah. So for me, to be honest, to say that this is going to make money over that, I can't really say, I can't really say, but the advice that I have to give is to be shrewd in your business practices, do your research, do your Mm -hmm. research on what the market needs. And whether that falls in line with what it is that your business is about, you know, um, a lot of people will get into the industry or get into a creative industry and do it as a hobby. And they have their nine to five on the side. So don't quit your nine to five boys and girls before (laughs) you start making some money. Okay. So that is another one of like, you know, pieces of advice that I can give. But yeah, it's I, I really can't say what will make you money and what won't make you money. Yes. It's it's all about following your purpose and you know being able to throw in the towel if or to pivot. That's the word. Pivot. Pivot. If you have to. For real. No, this has truly been amazing. As I said, you're gonna go down as a Toronto fashion icon, designer, icon, however the order they put the words, but Shauna Crossy <laughs> is just gonna grow bigger and bigger. Like hands down, there's no there's no question about it. Like Amazing. anyone that sees your work and the way you are moving, like you can't you can't deny talent. So just excited to witness and see you keep flourishing and winning, you know? Do you ever what do you what do you say to yourself or what do you do the times when you're feeling down and like questioning it all for me it's it's 100 percent my faith you know um knowing my god-given purpose and just reconnecting and knowing who has put me in the positions that i'm in just reaffirms where I should be and what it is I should be doing. So for me, it's, it's a lot of faith, you know, it's a lot of faith. And on the other side of that is doing the work, you know, and doing the affirmations and, and having those positive things to say to yourself and say about yourself and believe it, you know, um, I think we all go through our growing pains of really coming into our confidence in who we are. And I feel like affirmations are one of those things that have really built me up and just having that Godfidence is what I call it (laughs) in who I am and in my purpose. So that's definitely one of the things that push me forward in those times, those dark times. 
No, that is amazing. And I want to say thank you so much just for all the fruit you gave us today and just being so vulnerable and just letting us know that, you know, don't give up on yourself, continue going for what you want. And your time is like coming. So don't, don't worry, just keep consistent and keep building. Like, Mm -hmm. and people will be like, oh, that sounds so like redundant. Like, isn't there more steps? But the more and more you grow in it, you realize those are really the answers. (laughs) Those are really, really the answers. Um, Is there anything else that you would love to share with people? I would love for you to also let everyone know where they can follow you, where they can support you. And as well, we're normalizing how you prefer to be approached. That's interesting. That's new. Um, What do you mean by that? Well, I prefer to be uh, approached. For me personally, um, a lot of times being in the media industry, you know, I'll get some crazy DMs or like Hmm. the way people kind of talk or like some people prefer DMs, some people don't. They prefer to receive an email. So I like to not just like assume like, oh, they got this. This is how I'm going to whatever. I would like to know how that individual prefers to communicate with others and letting others know that as well, because mental health, mindfulness, all -hmm. these things going on. It's important to really listen to others and communicate with them in the Mm -hmm. ways that they prefer. Boundaries. I love it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So really for me, like DMing me is fine. Um, I do a lot of business through DM, but you know, once we get into the nitty gritty of things, I usually go into email. Um, but you can reach me via email, which is shauna.karasi at gmail.com. Um, my Instagram handle is at Shauna Karasi and my website is www.shaunakarasi.com. I'm pointing to where it will be. Yes. (laughs) You can reach me on any one of those platforms and I'll reach back out. Oh, hop in her DMs, be respectful. And yeah, that. Yeah. And be respectful. I want to thank you so much, Shadow Crassy, for joining me today. You definitely did not waste any time at negativity. Um, you ate fruit and mind your business. I did not, but I thank you for, you know, just the motivation and inspiration you gave today. And you guys make sure to hit her up and shower her with some love. We all, we all need that, that boost and that community. Like I didn't even, this is the end, but before I let you go, you know, when it comes to team and community, how important mm-hmm. is that to you, Shana? And then we can end it there. It's so important. It's so important. It's so important to have a, great team around you people that you have love for that you communicate with well that know you Mm. and know how to provide for you and you to them so I think that that's that's of the utmost importance is having a really good team around you whether it be just one person or five people but make sure that your team is solid period period you guys heard her here Shana Karasi downtown world